0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Heart Podcast. This week we have been studying God as our provider. And I have to tell you, it has been uh, very timely for Fred and I because this week we have seen some very happy beginnings and some very sad endings. Um, So it has been a privilege. To focus on God as provider this week. Um, and I've seen it as a huge help in my own heart. So without further ado, we're diving into the very same passage we've been studying all week. And we're going to then study the last two verses of that whole passage. All right, Fred, take it away.
1: Matthew 6, 25 to 34. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow, or reap, or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow, they don't labor or spin thread, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own.
0: Today, we're going to focus on the final two verses in our passage. Let's start with verse 33. This verse is the pinnacle, the triumphant exclamation point of this whole passage. It's so important that we need to take it one word or phrase at a time so we don't miss anything.
1: But seek.
0: Forget everything else. And use all your effort and time to search after this. Seek out of a purity of heart. Think about how David was described as a man after God's own heart. David wasn't calculated in his relationship with God. He sought God because he cared about God and he wanted to know God. David didn't seek God so that he could just get what he wanted. God was never a means to an end. God was the end goal. Likewise, we should seek God wholeheartedly and without secret motives.
1: First.
0: Above all else, this is primary. Pour your time and attention into this first. Give it dominance over everything else in your life.
1: The kingdom of God.
0: This is referring to the things of God. We'll study this more soon. But can you picture yourself with the foam number one hand on your arm? We should be celebrating God and cheering for him more than anything or anyone else in your lives.
1: And his righteousness.
0: Have purity in the way that you live. Be single-minded, like James 1, 5 through 8 says, and innocent to what is evil. Romans 16, 19. Focus on what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Philippians 4, 8. Don't just cautiously step towards this lifestyle or expect it to just fall into your lap. The word seek implies that you are pouring out effort and intention into this endeavor. Accept this invitation and chase after righteousness.
1: And all these things.
0: The things that you need, clothing, food, and more, will be provided by God, for you. This is not about the things you want. This is about all the things that you need
1: will be added to you.
0: It might be provided for you like the birds that hunt and work for the food. It might be provided like the flowers who are given what they need to survive, but work to process it into something life-giving for themselves and the world around them. Either way, we can be confident it will be given to us. Now let's focus on our final verse, verse 34. This passage ends with a reality check. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It's vital to understand that following God and putting his kingdom and righteousness first does not automatically give you the golden life or a golden ticket. We need to keep this passage in perspective. We are promised that life won't be easy, That's part of living in a broken world with sinful people. Following God isn't going to make that go away. Dear heart, I know that this week more than I have in a while. And maybe you too. Maybe you're feeling this brokenness too. This passage, however has taught us that God promises to provide for our needs. He will give us access to the throne of heaven to ask for what we need and what we want. And we learn that Jesus is petitioning on our behalf as well in heaven. And then we also have the Holy Spirit in us and with us. Dear heart, God has set us up for success. That might not look like what you want it to, And that doesn't mean that he's not a good provider. It just means he has a different perspective than you. And his love for you is causing a different path than what you may have seen coming and you may have wanted. Oh, dear heart, he is a good provider even in the hurt. And even when things aren't adding up like we want them to. Focus on what you have today, the next 24 hours. Use those hours to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and I guarantee you that he will supply all your needs. Let's pray. Dear Father, we come before your throne today and we ask you for courage and strength to follow you. Show us what you want us to do. Walk with us through our day. Help us, Father, see the world through your eyes. See others through your eyes. Father, we ask for wisdom and direction. Father, we ask that you would help us to love others well. Amen. Alright, now I'm going to end today with another challenge for you, but this one is going to require that you bring or have a pencil and paper to write some things down, okay? Because this is going to be something I want you to really spend some time studying and learning about, the kingdom of God. So I'm going to ask you to read the following passages and then answer the same questions for every single passage, all right, these are the passages about the kingdom of god mark twelve thirty through thirty one matthew twenty five thirty one through forty micah six eight Romans twelve yes, the whole chapter oh, it's so good and then finally psalm one nineteen a hundred and one through a hundred and five. And for each of those passages, as you study them, I want you to ask the same questions of every single passage. And those questions are, Number one, what does God value? Number two, what does God want to be a priority in the lives of believers? And then number three, How can I best follow God in this area of my life? Dear heart, I encourage you, take time, study those passages, pour into his word and learn how to bring the kingdom of God into your community, your neighbors, your friends, your family. To God be the glory.